In our last episode, we spoke to Drita Protopapa, who introduced us to her passion for social justice. If you haven't had a chance to listen to it, please do, but not before you listen to this episode with Terrence Jenkins. Welcome to Diversity Dish, where we're dishing on everything diversity, equity, inclusion, and justice related. My name is Sidrola Maruska, and we're bridging the gap between what needs to be said and what needs to be heard. Those individual experiences that are often ignored or simply dismissed. Sometimes I'm dining alone, sometimes I'm dining with friends, and sometimes I'm dining a la carte. No matter how I'm dining, it promises to be delicious. Let's dig in. Terrence Jenkins is the principal of Waterfront Elementary School in Buffalo, New York, with approximately 900 students. He's been in the school district for over 25 years. Terrence was born in Corona, Queens, raised in Bushwick, Brooklyn, went to Bayside High School in Queens, got his criminal justice degree at SUNY Brockport, a master's degree in counselor education, and a master's in education administration. He's a member of the Phi Beta Sigma Fraternity Incorporated and an active member of New York State Grand Lodge of Free and Accepted Masons, Prince Hall. Terrence has facilitated workshops and conferences on bullying, as well as diversity training in the workplace. He's been married for 26 years, has three children and one grandchild. Terrence is also my uncle and the birther of the name Diversity Dish. Hey, TJ, it is so good to have you here today. How are you? How are you doing, Sadie? I'm doing great now that I see you. <laughs> I'm all good. I'm all good. That's I've awesome. missed you. I've missed you. I know this pandemic, this uh, staying away from everybody is tough, tough, tough. I can't wait till it's over because I already oh. know how it's going to go down with, with the family. You know, you know, everybody's already talking about it. You know, it's going to be crazy. Yeah, yeah. And I won't miss it. I promise you. Okay. I will not miss it. No one. None of us are going to miss it. I doubt that we'll do that. So I am so glad to have you here because you are, you are insightful. You know, everybody's heard your bio. They know that you're a principal. They know that you've worked with bullies. They know that you've worked with diversity. But I know you personally, so that gives me an extra layer of, you know, bragging rights, I think. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. But I want to know, before we get into, like, the real grit, gritty stuff, I want to know, what are you passionate about right now, TJ? Oh, that's <laughs> a great question. <laughs> Um, I think right right now, the this this uh, virus put a damper on a lot of things. Yeah. I what I what I'm most passionate about are, I want to say my children, and when yeah. I say my children, I mean my own as well as um, the, the students that I work with. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm real, I'm pretty passionate about, and you know, just making sure that they have enough to mm -hmm. enough to um to get either to get by or to excel. 
Mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, I try to live the moment with them. It's tough with youngsters because they move in the mm-hmm. moment every five seconds. But <laughs> yeah. as they get older, they start to see the error in their ways. Mm-hmm. And I love when I love to see a student have that aha moment. Mm-hmm. You can talk to a child and, and you can see them. Something clicks and they'll go, you know what? I'm I'm just going to. I'm going to do things this way from now on. And they really do. Right. Like that, that I get chills thinking about it. It's, it's, right. just, it's, it's an awesome moment. So I really, I, I try to keep those relationships going because I'm looking for that moment from them. Yes. So I'm trying to, I'm searching for that. Right. And the school that you are principal of right now mm-hmm. is what level is that? Is that elementary? Is that middle school, high school? It is. It's a, Considered an elementary school, it's pre-K to eight. Okay, oh, to eight. Yes. Oh, okay. Nine hundred students. It's a huge ah. building, and then it's it's sectioned off in a way where okay. it's compartmentalized. Okay. So each each uh, grade level is in a certain area. Yeah. It's it sounds like a lot. It is a lot. Yeah. Um, but if you when you got great when you have great teachers it makes it a lot easier. Yes. I, you know, I was just, I was asking because from elementary, from like pre-K to eighth grade, kids mm-hmm. metamorphosize yes. so yeah. much. They change so much. Yes. And for you to be able to experience that whole, like yeah. if they stay in your school that whole time, that's really like, that's Most really of them do. The tough part about that, Sadie, is they get used to you. You you almost yeah. like mom and dad, so they respond to you that way. <laughs> so it's funny. So when we get when we have new teachers here and there, yeah. I always have to tell them, I'm like, our students are pretty spoiled. Yeah. You know, they do well, and we let them know. And you know, before the pandemic, you know, there's a lot of hugging and celebrating. Right. And so our kids show up to school every day. So yeah. you know, be ready for that. Yeah. You know? A lot of them are coming from different situations, but our our students here, they're spoiled. Yeah. They are yeah. spoiled. That's nice though. That's yeah, a nice yeah. that's a nice environment for them to go to on a daily basis. Oh yeah. Know? We have generations to come through here. Oh, really? Yes. Wow. Yes. That's awesome. Yes. Yes. You know, too often you hear about because your school is kind of inner city isn't it mm-hmm. it is inner. so too often you hear about these the inner city schools just being terrible places right, right? that's what you hear most of the time mm-hmm. so to hear you say that that you know you've got a you've got spoiled kids kids that are doing well and kids that you're relating to that that's a really great thing yeah yeah it's just <laughs> fighting the hardest part sadie is fighting for them behind the scenes yes you know, with when it comes to budgets and things, mm. you know. So what happens traditionally is, you know, with the budget, the better you seem to do it within a system like Buffalo Public Schools or big urban inner city schools, mm-hmm. they, they will throw up millions of dollars at you to get your school back to where it needs to be. But right. then they take those things away once you get there. Oh so my they're like, goodness. oh, well, you're, you're a school in good standing, so you don't need all these things. And it's like, wait a minute, I'm a school in good standing because, because. of this stuff. <laughs> but 
they they need to take that money and give it to another school that's not doing well so that they right. can so yeah it's 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 a constant game it's frustrating but you know right if you if you love what you do you you hang around like me right. yeah <laughs> you just hang around well that's good so now do you think your superpower your personal superpower is tied into this what you're passionate about yes I mean, one, I think the other part of my superpower, if you want uh -huh. that, it was developed in uh, college. Uh huh. In the math, in my, because I also have a master's in counseling. Mm -hmm. So going through that particular program, it really, I think the superpower is being uh, selfless mm. you know, um, and just genuinely loving people. So mm -hmm. I have a mantra that I, well, mantra, but I always tell the teachers, like, they'll be like, oh, how do you stand him? How do you stand that guy and this kid? And I'm like, because I know their heart. Mm. You know, they're emotional now, but I know I can count on them. Mm. So that's, if, if some reason I think you're hardened and you don't care, mm -hmm. then my attitude is a little different. Mm -hmm. It can be standoffish and... Mm -hmm. Usually you can, uh, I'm one that wears their emotions on their sleeve. Mm -hmm. You'll know immediately that oh, he's not <laughs> vibing with me. I'm like, no, because your heart is all over the place. I can't. Right, I can't right, right. So, but I believe that a big part of the superpower that I have is listening. Mm -hmm. Even though I'm doing all the talking, but I, I can, I think I'm a good listener. And yeah. Yeah, well, you, I think you'd have to be a good listener to, to be in the position that you're in and to succeed because you have to listen to a lot of people. <laughs> All day. All damn day. I had to say it like that. That's all good. <laughs> Okay. Yes. Oh my goodness. Well, why will you share something with us that maybe has happened to you that um, is different from the other episode that we just did, but something that's happened to you that people might not believe happened to you, at, but did, and you know how you dealt with it. Now you really got me searching. <laughs> so something. So something that happened to me. Yeah. That. Say it one more time for me, because I got to really roll it next in my brain now. <laughs> <laughs> Something that's happened to you that other people, let's say you were telling the story to someone else, like a white person, mm. and you told them the story, and they would be like, nah, that doesn't happen, right? Mm -hmm. But you know in your heart and in your mind and in your reality this actually happened there what's really coming to fruition for me right now is an encounter i had with a police officer mm. which i've never really told anybody about it the story i'll try to keep it as short but i was driving doing normal driving whatever we have time <laughs> <laughs> um Wow. It was, it was, that's why I try to talk to Noah about, but that's a whole another story. It was late. I, I, I believe I was on my way home mm -hmm. and um, I was coming from work. I, it was during the time we lived right before we, Yannick and I got married. Mm -hmm. um, so it was around Orchard Park 
And um, I was coming home and the police officer pulled me over. And mm -hmm. you know, some in the suburbs here, I'll speak specifically for here, mm -hmm. you know, there's this thing where, you know, black folk are like, oh, you hit there, you already know, you're gonna get pulled over, You this is gonna happen. Right. So I just, you know, even in my travels and having been dealt with in that way, Again, I got a short memory when it comes to stuff like that. Mm -hmm. so I pressed on. And then he pulled, the police officer pulled me over, asked me to get out of the car. And I got out of the car. And then he went back to his car. And I didn't say anything. I said, is there a problem, officer? He said, shut up. Oh. And I was just like, Okay. Well, for, for context, I want people to know that's like 25, almost 25 years ago. Yeah. And yeah. you were about 26? 26-ish. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just just so um, they know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, so so way back. Right. And then, mm -hmm. I mean, that's the, it stands with me today be, because I deal with, if I, I, I haven't had to really deal with that situation much because of this situation. Right. Okay. And so what ended up happening was there was, he was, he kept talking and I knew I just kept making faces like, you know, again, I wear my emotions and I'm just like, what the fuck? What is yeah, he? Yeah. Like, what is <laughs> like, right. so then immediately I figured, oh, he thinks I'm some, I'm going to hear, oh, we got a call about a robbery. Say the next thing I know, he pulls a gun out and mm -hmm. he got it right on my neck. Mm. And he's like, you better not, if you move one more time. And I'm like, I said, Moving. sir, my hands, I haven't moved. My hands are here. And in the middle of the night, nothing's happening. And I can mm -hmm. tell, I'm like, this dude is not right. Like something mm -hmm. is wrong. Mm -hmm. Well, long, long, long story short, mm -hmm. this police officer got a call and literally I got lucky. Wow. He just was like, you better watch where you're going and slow. I says, he said, slow down. I said, was I speeding? He said, I told you to shut up. What? <laughs> Sadie, I got in the car and I was sitting there like, okay, what just happened? Right. And, and when I tell, when I used to, when I would tell people this because they know me, they figured, oh, that couldn't have happened to you. What do you mean? Um, that now people will believe it from the sense that these things happen, but Correct. because of the relationship I developed with you, right? You're like, well, why would they both TJ? Why would he bother TJ? Yes. And so everybody kept saying to me, which why I, which is why I never really told the story. Right. Is, oh, you must have done something. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? The next person that says that to me. <laughs> I'm gonna lose it. I'm gonna punch him in the face. <laughs> so let's just not tell this story anymore. Like, let's just not say anything, right? Did not did not believe it, or or I must have done something. Yes, and this is and that's always the contention, and that's the thing that I think some people have a hard time understanding or reconciling in their minds. We know that you don't have to do jack shit. Yes. For something to happen. We know that. Right? And but in their minds, 
no, no, no. There's no way that that would happen if right. they didn't do anything. You must have done and something. Here's, and here's, here's what's re- really interesting to me. As I think about it, that is a bias. Mm, the total bias. Right? It's a bias because you look and you say, well, that's a black dude. He must have done something yep. because black people are violent. Black people are, they're always up to no good, right? Exactly. This is a thing. This is a bias. So you think to yourself, oh, he's black. He must have done something because how many white males go in and shoot people up and they get a past like we've never seen in our lives. Oh, they send it, they take them to Burger King. <laughs> right. you go to Burger King. You right. hungry, son? Yes. Yes. And it's always, oh, he just had a bad day, or he just had a mental break, or he did. But if it's someone black, he must have done something wrong. Let's look at his background. Let's see who he has been in the past. Let's see what we can dig up, right? Absolutely. So that's that's a bias that causes people to say, no, they must have done something. Yeah. And I yeah. challenge people to, to, to stop before they say that, to stop and think about why they are making the assumption that something must have happened, that you must have done something to perpetuate and even if so so when people if even for me mm-hmm. my way of because of that situation mm-hmm. my natural instinct at times is to think like that mm. oh that he you must have done something but what i do to combat that mm-hmm. is i always say okay tell me the story again mm-hmm Tell me the story. So you were driving and then blah, blah, blah. And you mm-hmm. weren't speeding. Mm-hmm. You weren't, you were just driving. You were just doing, you got pulled. You, yeah. N- n- where was it late at night? <laughs> what time was it? Like right. you just, what I do is I ask questions, not to the mm-hmm. point where, and not ask in an interrogating way. Right. Just to get some clarity. Right. And, and I, all I do is go, I, you know, I feel bad for you. I right. really do. I, and, and, and trust me when I say I know how you feel. Right. You know, but that's really what you just said is a is a really, really, really good point. You know, yeah. that's hard. For, that's a bias that we put on ourselves. I mean, we do it to people and right. we don't, we just need to know. It's a condition. Yes. Yep. Yep. It's a condition that, that we is. have to figure out how to shake. We have to be conscious enough to shake. Yeah. We have to slow down. We have to slow down in our, in our judgment. We're all going to judge people. We're going to, there's, there's always going to be judgment, but slow down in your believing that judgment that you, that initial judgment that you had. I can't tell you the number of times that I have said, oh, they're blah, 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 blah. And not said it, but thought it in my mind Mm -hmm. and then stopped and said, okay, why are you thinking that? And how, do you think that that is really relevant or are you just saying that because of, you know, whatever the case may be, you know? And, and, and the other, and to add to that, the other piece of it too is my brain will go there too. Mm-hmm. And then what I have to do at that moment. So if I'm seeing this and I'm thinking you're some like, 
you know, I've, I've, I've walked through, literally walked through some crazy neighborhoods where it's, it's known that, hey, you got to be careful. Mm-hmm. But if I'm having that feeling mm-hmm. with an individual, I'll start a conversation. Mm-hmm. Hey, what's up? I like your sneakers, you know, just to get it going. And then mm-hmm. come to find mm-hmm. out that that's a really sweet, nice person. Mm-hmm. And I got to check myself. Yes. You know, because they yes. could have been looking at me the same way. <laughs> right. Right. Because we have the biases, too. Yeah. Because we've grown up in this country. Absolutely. And we have the biases as well. We have been biased against our own. And that's how things continue to perpetuate, yep. which is why, right, we say not all skin folk are kin folk because, yes. because depending on your level of buying into the 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 socialization that you've been brought up in mm. you may be a detriment or uh to your own people to your own people yeah and that's historically all oh, the way through it's look i always say is the thing is you just gotta scope them out and yeah call them out scope them out and call them out immediately you gotta yes. call it out then they stay away Right. Look, no, you you're not helping. <laughs> you over there. You need to go over it. Go sat down somewhere. <laughs> go sat down. Go right? sat your ass down right over there. <laughs> stay out the way. And what we trying to do here, please. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I remember uh, when I lived in Atlanta. So mm-hmm. now, when I lived in Atlanta, I was between 22 and no 23 and 27 so i was living in atlanta um some cousins came Irvin came i can't remember how many people were in the car Hmm. um and we were getting we were getting ready to go drive i think to florida okay Irvin had an suv right? A a Jeep Cherokee at the time. Mm -hmm. We don't get not even half a mile. Okay. So this is Atlanta and it's nighttime. So we're starting at night. Mm -hmm. We don't get half a mile from my apartment before the lights start flashing behind me. Wow. I'm driving. So I'm driving with four black men in my car. Mm. And the first thing they said is we're asleep. And they all went to sleep. Bam. Be- and I understood because I was like, they they need to either be asleep or they need to all have their hands up or something, right? right? right, right so they, right. W- they all they were like, we're asleep, right? Bam. That was it. So I was like, okay, I understand. I got to do this because I'm drunk. <laughs> I'm on my own. Hold here. it down, Sadie. Hold it down. We sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so the police officer comes over and i'm like and he's like do you know i I said um what's the problem officer and i don't really like speaking to police officers Mm -hmm. but you know i was like what's the problem officer and he says well uh license registration i'm like okay so i give him the license and i'm like um going and i'm pulling out the registration and give it to him and he's like, it says that the person, the owner of this car is uh, Irvin Daphne. I was like, yep, that's my cousin. He's right here. And he was like, okay. Mm. And then he says, 
And so he leaves and he goes to his car. Still hadn't told me why he pulled me over, right? Mm. <laughs> but so we're sitting in the car and I'm like, oh, when did you know? I mean, we didn't even get on the road yet. <laughs> we didn't even get on the highway yet. We're just on the street. So then he comes back and he goes, okay. He says, well, I pulled you over because, um, you know, you have one of your license plate lights is out. And this is like one of the number one cars that's stolen in the country. So I'm like, seriously? So I took my stuff and we went on our way. But it always stuck with me because I was like, you, you didn't really have a good reason to no. pull me over. no. You just looked in the car and you didn't see anything reflecting. And so you were like, that's black people. Let me, let me, let me check it out. Right. right? Yeah. Because this is the number one, uh, one of the number one stolen vehicles in the country. So we're just checking to make sure y'all didn't steal it. While well, he messing with you, one probably drove right by him. <laughs> like, there go one. Right. But it's those kinds of things is that kind of bias that we're trying to explain to people is like, you know, if you think it's bad in a civilian, how mm. bad is it in a police officer? Yeah, yeah. You know, how bad is it in a police officer? Yeah, yeah. It's it's all crazy. Um, but like I said, what I what I try to do now, Sadie, is my my biggest thing now after turning fifty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is to live in the moment. Yes. You know, and and try not I try really hard not to take anything too personal anymore. Right. Um usually when you when you're talking about bias, you know, mm -hmm. I always say that's your bias. That's that's mm -hmm. that's your problem. Mm -hmm. You know, you see me one way and then you're projecting on me. You yeah. Know, what you believe, that's not my fault. Mm -hmm. that's your problem if I resist that I'm like I'm not accepting what you're telling me but I right. know enough to do it you know there's ways to do it with different people it shouldn't matter but I know that I can resist it with a police officer now mm -hmm. and just look at him mm -hmm. you know I'll start off cordial and nice yes sir mm -hmm. license. like if I get pulled over I haven't been pulled over in a million years but mm -hmm. if I get pulled over I have it ready Mm -hmm. I just have right. it right here. And yep. the first thing they say is, oh, how you doing? What's your name? They're mm. real cordial and polite. And mm -hmm. I'm, like, I'm okay. I'm just giving you this now. It's like, mm -hmm. oh, no. Well, they look at it and then they'll hand it back to me. Mm -hmm. You're fine. And I'm like, oh, by the way, I said, never mind. Because I would say, they're like, oh, did you have something you want to ask me? And what I want to say is, why the hell are you pulling me over? Yeah. Let's you start tell with me that. anything. That's mm -hmm. happened to me quite a few times. Like right. they pull me over, check my license, and say, oh, okay, you're fine. And I just learned to just not ask. Right. It's because it, all it's going to do is get me, probably get me arrested for real. But <laughs> right. I, I don't ask because I don't need to know. It's not. Right. I, that's my philosophy. I don't want to tell anybody out there. To sure. Sure. But right. it's just going to give you Ajina. You just, you know. Yeah. You just, yeah. I take two blood pressure pills and a high <laughs> cholesterol pill. I do not need that pressure anymore. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. 
I hear you. I'm flirting with blood pressure. So I'm like, yeah, I, anything I could do to lower it, to just keep that at bay, I am going to do it, meditate, I do yeah. I, you know, so I don't have to get on those blood pressure pills, you know, it just, I'm just like, yeah, no. I mean, I'm that's why I got on Facebook. It. I had to get on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Yes, know? is this stressful? It is. It, it, I'm, I, one day, Sadie, I'm sitting on the couch. I got to tell you this. So one day, <laughs> it was raining. It was one of those days when you sit in. It is basically, you know, Netflix and chill day. Yes, it's, it's a snuggle day. I mean, day. it's raining. It's, it's, it's Sunday, Saturday or Sunday. Mm -hmm. And no reason to look at my phone. I got the movie on. I'm, I'm in my home place. I got my little sippy sip. Yeah. And then I pick my phone up and people are just saying stupid stuff, something about Trump this. And I'm like, why am I? I'm getting stressed right now. Yes. And I was just sitting here in the most comfortable space. Yeah. I pick up this phone just to look at it for one second. And all I of a sudden your blood pressure went done. up. I'm done. I got to leave Facebook alone. <laughs> you gotta come up with something different. So I that was that was my decision. I took it off. That was part of the stress. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm done. I'm, I can't yeah, I do it. People just make me angry. Um, I hear you. They it's just say just... things behind a keyboard. Yes, that they would not say in front Never. of your face. Never. It, it's it's really it's really an interesting kind of culture thing happening where people are so empowered behind the keyboard mm. and, and not as much in person, but you know, it's just, it's amazing. It is. It is. What, what Chris Rock said. That's what I say all the time. I love not to know some shit. I don't need to know. <laughs> I love not to know some shit. I don't need to know nothing else about you. So let's say hi and bye. If you hate black people or you hate men, whatever it is, yes, you can keep that to you. I don't want to read about it. Yes, I don't want to read about it. Just say hi and bye and keep moving. That's your world. Yeah, I don't want none of that energy near me. I hear you. I hear you. Mm -hmm. Absolutely not. So, of course, we know when this all this is over this whole pandemic thing that we're going to be celebrating just the mere fact that we can see each other and hug each other Ooh. Is, we know that we're going to be buck wild and that's what's going to happen <laughs> it's going to bring the roof down listen i'm i'm so ready to go but i'm afraid too <laughs> cuz i know how family get it's going to be like they're going to be knocked out some of we're all gonna be all over. We're all gonna over find the a place. little corner and we're like, oh, okay, this is man. my spot. <laughs> Claiming spots early and just going to town. Nobody right? ever sleeping. No, can somebody take a nap around here? Nobody takes a nap. But you know what happens? People do take naps, but they just go, they take naps and then they come back. You they don't ever know this because they're just so busy. But I mean, besides that. Mm. If uh, if we were celebrating something mm -hmm. that has happened that has shifted in the in the world in the you know in the stratosphere, if something has shifted, what what would that thing be? What would we be celebrating according to you? What would you what would you celebrate? Um, you mean uh, 
In general, whether it be whether just in general, like you know, maybe it could be something that would happen at work, something that you would like to see happen at your work, or something that you would like to see happen in the world, or something that you would like to see happen in your industry, you know, in the education industry. But something has shifted, and it's and it's really shifted where you feel like yes, we can celebrate that. What would that be? Um. What came to mind as you were just talking is what I would really celebrate is if every child in the district, I'll speak for Buffalo Public Schools, but anywhere, mm -hmm. that education was equitable. Mm. That even if I don't go to city honors mm -hmm. and I go to Bennett High School, mm -hmm. I'm going to receive the same education. City Honors is one of the top schools in the nation. Mm -hmm. um, it's an international baccalaureate program. Mm -hmm. Students there end up, you know, when they leave, they're going to Ivy League schools. Right. Getting, um, they, they leave high school with probably up to 15 to 20 college credits. Wow. Um, it's a, it's a, it's an over-the-top program, and we've got that school and about four or five others like it, but they're criterion-based schools. Mm. So you got to test in, you got to have a certain aptitude, and then you need, it to be, you need to be going to this specific school, elementary school, because they train you or right. instruct you in a way to get you ready for that school. Right. Yeah. So I always say, well, why can't I have the same instruction getting my children ready mm -hmm. for that school too? Mm -hmm. So in my world, it would be, education would be totally, you wouldn't have to go to the suburbs. You don't have to go to this rural area. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't, ed, to me, education, it should not matter. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't matter where you live to mm -hmm. get you a good education. I agree. Uh, mm -hmm. it, it just shouldn't. I, I mean, we have, in that particular school, the City Honor School, you have parents who are well off mm -hmm. who will, because you have to live in the city of Buffalo mm -hmm. to go to that school. Mm -hmm. Well, say, mo Many of those parents, they buy property in Buffalo. Right. And then use the property as their address. Right. And that way their children can go to this school. Right. So I'm like, look, I get it. You got to do what you got to do for your child. Mm -hmm. But that to me is not a. a that's not equitable. Thing. Yeah. That's no, not it's not equitable. Not even no. close. And they no. trying to clamp down on it, but it's really hard to do. Right. It's hard to do. Yeah. So I, I mean, in my, in my world, I would celebrate that. I really would. It would be, you know, see it is getting this bomb education and if you guys decide to move to buffalo right see that bomb education the same one you wouldn't have right. to worry about it because we're all getting the same thing mm -hmm. you know it's yeah not haves and have nots things so yeah I, I i in my lifetime i believe we'll see that i just yeah uh, yeah I, I really do because okay. especially after this pandemic because i think mm -hmm. this pandemic is really exposing a lot of stuff right mm -hmm. really exposing the inequities yeah um, yeah out there yeah 
I would celebrate that for sure with you because I think I think the same thing. I think that it shouldn't matter where you live. Right. Education should be should be top notch wherever you live. There should be and there should be money for that wherever you live. You know, absolutely. Um, I you know I'm reading I'm reading the book, The Color of Law, and it's blowing my mind mm. how the, the 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 government mandate or government not mandated but well yeah some of it was mandated segregation that was going yes. on which also caused you know the different school districts Absolutely. to also be lesser and then it caused the industry to be more in black communities versus white communities so you you can't have certain things in white communities but oh over here these people are protesting it doesn't matter just build it anyway right right who cares you know and it's it's that school thing is very much a part of that where it's like oh well i guess they need to have some schools so go ahead and you know let's build a school for them but you know they got to figure it out right right (laughs) no that's that's true though that's true you know and then over here they're like oh well what do these kids need because we cannot we can't uh we can't hinder their their future they have such a bright future and then over here is like um well why can't you just make do with what you have i mean the (laughs) they did now now just to add to that when i first came to the district uh in 2000 so Mm -hmm. about 20 years ago Mm-hmm. They did uh, this program at the high school level. Mm-hmm. They took uh, six kids from one of our failing high schools. Mm-hmm. And then they took six kids from one of the suburban schools. So there's a, sub- there's a school in the suburbs in Williamsville, Williamsville North. Mm-hmm. In Williamsville North, it's ranked just as high as City Honors, if not like one not City Honors is ranked like number four in the country. Mm-hmm. And Williamsville is like number three or two. Mm-hmm. So what they did was they took, so I was at Kensington High School, which was like at the time was the worst of the worst school. Mm-hmm. It was it was lean on me. It was, was, (laughs) no, it was, it was, it was crazy. I I went there. I had to sip my coffee and do my workouts before I went in there. (laughs) So we took, we took like six, let's say 10 students Mm. from our school and then 10 students from Williamsville and they swapped for two weeks. Okay. And then they brought them together Mm -hmm. to sit down and talk. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you it was the most, po- I remember it like it was yesterday. It mm-hmm. was one of the most powerful, mm-hmm. powerful meetings on the planet. The kids were crying. Mm. The kids from Ken High were crying and angry. Mm-hmm. And then the kids from Williamsville, they were all white. Mm-hmm. They were crying and angry too, but they mm-hmm. felt bad. Yeah. For the kids at Kensington. Yeah. So yeah. the kids at Kensington was like, you're walking to school and they have carpet. Mm. And and none of and the windows like they were just naming just the facility itself. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then the 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 um 
the kids from Williamsville, they were just like, the bathrooms, they're like, it, the bathrooms are clean, but, you know, there's a couple toilets that need to be fixed. And then, like, they were just like, and then I'm in the class and the kids, they just walk in and out. They just get mm. up and leave or they'll mm. say things. And, and then the um, kids from our school were like, well, if we had classrooms like that and we had that, I would come to school every day. Mm -hmm. And we were mm -hmm. just like, wow. So mm -hmm. the, the point of the experiment was to show, and it, it has such an impact on those 10 students mm -hmm. that they got their act together to transfer out of Ken High. Mm. They will because before they never thought they were like, no, nah, I wanna, I wanna go to another school. Like they were right. done. That mm -hmm. was that was the fallback. And mm -hmm. so those other students, when they went back to their school and talking with the administration there, it changed them because they talked about different majors they wanted to major in in college. Right. To help. Right. You know, uh, students right. or people in need. It, they, mm -hmm. it, they just. A whole new world. Whole new world. So the wow. so the inequity was so clear there, mm -hmm. and I always wish that we could do more of that. Yeah, we can definitely do more of that. That that would like it would change. That's when you talk about a paradigm shift. Yes, that would be a shift like never before. Yes, because it only takes. Because the thing is that you can't imagine what you can't imagine. You exactly. don't know what you can't you imagine. Yep. And then you see it and you go, whoa. Yes. Here's a, just a, this is a small example, but you know my daughter. Right. My daughter is like, she's bright. Right. Right? She's been talking full sentences. You could understand her for years. Okay? Yeah. She's only nine years old, but she's been talking like that since she was three. Just talk, right. talk, talking. Then when I meet other kids who are her age, mm. like, all along the years, whenever I met kids that were her age, I always thought to myself, is there something wrong with that child? Or I just have a different view because my child is this way, right? Mm -hmm. and, it, and I always had to remind myself that Zia, she's, you know, she's got her own brilliance. I can't even take credit for any of that because she just has her own right. brilliance going right. on, right? But it's the same thing. When you're used to one thing and then you see something, you're like, oh, that's that's a thing that exists. Like whether it's good or bad, it's always a wow, I never knew right. that was a was an option or that was a thing or that was so it's I say that's why people need to freaking travel. I don't care oh. if you're going to the next county Look, or you're you going better, to the you next better say state. it again. <laughs> Don't you better care. say it again. I don't care how far. I mean, just get out of your little vicinity. You better say it. You better because, say it. Because they, the shift is they were incredible. Saying to me, they were saying when I went to Thailand um, last yeah. year, mm -hmm. I had the best time ever. Every well, The kids were like, why do you go to Thailand? I said, listen to me. Mm -hmm. You go wherever you can go. Go. Right. Get out of here yes. for a day, a week. Figure out a way to get out of Buffalo. Get out of your environment. Yes. Because you go into someone else's world, the appreciation, 
the look back, the reflective thinking, all of yes. that is going to go in, go into account. And even when you go back into your environment, yes, your take whole it. perspective change. Yes. So, and then the other thing that you mentioned too, is something that Jonelle and um, Emily and I uh, spoke about um, mm-hmm. one of the times when we were in Florida, because I was complimenting them on how well Zumbi was speaking. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Emily asked, I believe Emily or Janelle, because I'm like, man, she's really, she's good. You know, mm-hmm. I need her in my school, get my students <laughs> And she's, right. so Emily was saying her teacher, the principal at their school, you know, says that all the time. But Emily felt like, you know, like, what are we doing? We just raising her. We think we need to. And I said, the difference is, I said, I'm going to tell you, and that's what you're seeing. Mm-hmm. is you speak and you talk to your child. Even when there were two, you yeah. have conversations with them. Yes. So yes. they have that development. Of, oh, okay. They know how to speak in sentences because that's what they hear. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They hear Travis. She, she hears Travis talking in sentences, mm-hmm. you talking in sentences. Okay, I got to talk. In, I got to use a full... And put a period at the end of it. <laughs> I mean, but that's that's right. what you learn. So you got right. some some parents. Uh, you I people wonder how some kids who don't even whose family is limited, mm-hmm. okay, don't have the same resources. Mm-hmm. But sometimes their children will come in here and are brilliant, mm-hmm. just articulate, can do things, blah blah blah. And I always say those parents at some point decided to talk to their children. Yes. They have a conversation. When you talk to kids, it allows them to think. Mm. And their brain cells, everything starts to click. Mm-hmm. And then like Rain, our grandson, mm-hmm. he doesn't have the words, but he'll talk sometimes. Mm. Right. He gives you full sentences. Some of them are sometimes backwards. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> But, uh, like a, a perfect example, I'll leave with this last, this example. Uh-huh. He goes, um, I picked him up from school on Wednesday and it was chilly and rainy. Uh-huh. And he goes, me cold, me hungry. And mm. I said, Rain, you're not a caveman. <laughs> you say, granddad, I'm hungry. Uh-huh. I'm once, I'm cold. Uh-huh. I want some French fries, and then he mm-hmm. repeated it. Yes, he kept saying it, and mm-hmm. then but he still has this thing because he, he yes. still has this thing where yes. he'll say, "Me, me need this," and I'm like, "Caveman, <laughs> what is it that you need?" And he'll go, "I need." So those are the things that you yes. do right with the development and. Right, right. That's my educational kids. That's it. That's your educational background coming coming out to haunt us. But I love that, though. I I love that when that brain starts to develop. It's like when we spoke about the aha moment you get from from kids when they're just using It's like, whoa, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It really is. You know, I mean, there were times when Z would say things and Travis and I would look at each other like, where did she get that? Where'd she get that? I don't understand. Like, and and my father, you know, my dad, of course, yeah. he's 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 a 
PhD in education, yes. early education. And he would say, he, he would say, she's a little advanced for her age. <laughs> that's, that's what I say about Rain. I'm like, um, he's a little advanced. How does he know that? Yes. And he would say that what she's doing right now is reasoning. Reasoning yes. doesn't start really at this stage she, yes. she, she's a little you know and and we'd be like okay because we don't know we're, we're just listening just like you <laughs> it's because it's because you're having and i say right. that you take it's it for granted as a parent yeah right but it's because you speak and you talk to your child right yeah even when you're angry with them right the inflection is different yeah they pick that up so right. that's how they, they start to, like, if you, well, my mother used to say, Terrence Anthony Jenkins. And I said, oh, <laughs> not good. It's not good. <laughs> well, Sia has those moments like, uh. Like, exactly. Yeah. Right. You, you, know, you know you're in trouble. You know something's up. Something's you know up. Something's up. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. You are so right. Well, We've had a really good conversation. I have really enjoyed talking to you. Okay. I don't know if it's because we haven't seen you in a while. But I know, I, really I know, talking I know, to you. I know. But is there anything that you want to bring to light? Like anything that I haven't asked you that you would like for me to have asked or that you would like to bring to light in this whole conversation? Um, I, I, if anything, if, if anything I would like to do is just reiterate you know, the idea of living in the moment. Yeah. You know, keeping your blood pressure down. Whew. And just being with people. Yeah. You know, when you're with someone and they're talking to you mm -hmm. and you hear another voice while they're talking, that means you need to shut up. <laughs> you know, take a moment and be with people. Mm -hmm. You know, if you ask someone... Hey, how are you doing? Be genuine about that because mm -hmm. if you use it, people will tell you how they're doing. So mm -hmm. don't ask. But, you know, just more or less, you know, to quote the great RBG. Yes. You know, fight, fight for the things that you care about, but do it in a way yeah. that will lead others to join you. To join you. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. So that's, that's the biggest thing. And then, you know, John Lewis my favorite, you know. Yes. You know, never ever be afraid to make some noise some and boys. get in good trouble. Get in good trouble. That's what, and that's good. what I say to my boss right before I'm about to get crazy. I go, oh, I'm about to get in some good trouble. <laughs> but you always go, what? And I'm like, you can't do that. You can't do that. Time out. I'm about to get in some good trouble. So if anything... Don't yes. be afraid of, of getting in some good trouble. That's exactly right. Yeah. Oh my goodness, you are so right. So how do you how do you want people to remember you when you're gone? I know how Ooh. I'll remember you, but how do you want people to remember you? I think the biggest thing is that he was a good dude. He was a good guy. Yeah. Um, and he genuinely cared about yeah. anyone and everyone. And if you asked him and he could do it for you, he'll do it. Yeah. You know, um, just that, you know, I was there, you know, I, mm -hmm. the, the, the issue that I have is that I'm, I'm used, I'm so there that I've been isolating myself mm. because I, I, I'm, 
I love uh, now. I'm 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 valuing solitude now mm-hmm. more and more. Like I enjoy being with me. Mm-hmm. I like me. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I tell people all the time. Oh, you can tell me to go sit down. I'm and never say nothing. I'm good. I'd probably be terrible in jail. He's like, put me in solitaire. <laughs> I wouldn't. People say they go crazy. I don't think I would. Because uh, mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I, I can be by myself, keep myself active. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm enjoying that. Whereas before, it used to be like, oh, I'm bored. You know, you got to mm-hmm. do something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but all in all, I would, if just that he's a good dude, he's a good yeah. guy. Yeah. Man, yeah. he do anything for you and that's that's the impact that i'm i'm left with i'm i'm left with trying to do every day to do the best i can for all i can for as many yeah. as i can yes yeah. that's your that's your mission that's my mission I hear you. I got it. <laughs> so what's your favorite dish tj what's your food. favorite food we're talking food now <laughs> wow um that's a great question. You know what I've been jonesing on in my belly? It's been happy, but yes. growing. The belly has been growing. <laughs> um, for some reason, like I was on, I was doing really well up until the pandemic. Yeah. Cut out the meat, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know what? I'm not going to do this meat. Mm-hmm. And I felt good. Yeah. And then I was doing, you know, working out two, three days a week. Yeah. And so my my favorite sandwich at the time, yeah, was egg white with avocado, oh, avocados on some whole wheat bread. Yeah, it was it, it's just it was so delicious to me. Okay. So the my newest Jones, yes, is two things. Um, I love a beef patty. Mm. A Jamaican beef Jamaican. Patty. I was gonna say, which kind of beef patty? A Jamaican, Jamaican beef patty. <laughs> I could eat right. that Ooh. at any time of the day, week, hour. Yes. Yes. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I could do a beef patty. Oh. Um, and then mm. the other thing that I've been really jonesing on is um, you know those bowls, the pho. Uh, oh bowl. yes, the soup. Yes, oh. so good. I it, love those. <laughs> it's, it is so, so good. good. I, I I mean, I had one last night, and after I ate it, Sadie, I mean, I, mean, I felt so cozy and warm, <laughs> and then I fell asleep. I missed the game. Because I told myself, oh, I'm going to have me some uh, right game. I put the egg in it. got the big bowl. I, yes. I, I got everything going. It was so good. Oh, my God. So good. I love that. I, I find that to be one of my comfort foods for real. Oh, it, that's my new. Now, I had it in, in uh, Thailand. And yeah. It was excellent. I mean, that's where I was really introduced to it. Like, yeah. No, you gonna you gonna, and the bowls were just. I'm like, this is for a whole family. But I would sit there and eat that and eat that. And I found a couple places. I found a place here, mm-hmm. and it is like, uh oh, you got me going. I'm gonna leave here, and I'm gonna get me another bowl. It is, it is like so good to me right now. It is. I it think is. I'm getting old, but well, I am getting old. I've never That's thought right. I would feel that way about a, a bowl of noodles. All right. <laughs> it was so good. I mean, when I say I fell asleep, 
I fell asleep. After you were just I so it. happy. I was so happy. <laughs> oh, I got the football game on. <laughs> and I put the cover on me. I was out. That was all she wrote. That was oh, it. Oh my god. That was for the count. So I love it. Yes. That's awesome. Yes. Well, uh, I love me so far too. Oh. Yes. Yes, and then yes, yes. Uh, the biggest thing is though my my always my go to is a burger a nice good burger yeah I yeah. keep that simple I haven't done that much though yeah so yeah well all right well thank you so much TJ it well, has thank been you for having so me. fun I'm so glad you made time to be on my podcast yes well. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, you better get on. And you better. I'm like, well, you don't have to thug me. I'll do it. <laughs> I like Sadie. I don't have a problem. You act like this is my y'all. I can do this. You can do this. Because I told her that you would be doing it. I'm like, okay. Y'all are so funny. I can to do me. it. I'll do it. I didn't, I didn't tell you no. <laughs> right? What are you yelling at me for? <laughs> Make sure you get in touch with her. And then the, the, oh, when I geez. did that time, when I hit you back and you hit me back, I was like, oh. I, was like, I can't even tell Yannick that I did. I forgot the. Oh, you her. did. Yeah. You did. You did. It's all good. It's all good. Thank yeah. you so much. It has been so fun. And you have really shared a lot of information. And well, I, I hope it was enough. I hope it was relevant. I think it was, it was, it, the whole point is to get people thinking about things that they've not thought about before right. and to go, oh, right. I didn't realize that was a thing. And I think that we've given them quite a few of those. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, well it's time. Right? It's time. Yes. Yes. It's been time. Time is up. The time yes. is now. Time right. Is so that's why, you know, that's why I say we're bridging the gap between the things that need to be said and the things that need to be heard. So Absolutely. that's what we're doing. Well, I, like I said in the thing, I'm so proud of you and I love you. Oh, thank you. So, you. And if you need anything with this, you let me know. I'll make time for you. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. You take care of you. Tell them, give them babies a hug for me. I will. Right. I will. Hey, did you enjoy that episode? If so, please be sure to subscribe, download, rate, review, and share. It would also mean the world to me if you became a patron over at Patreon. The information is in the show notes. Thank you, and we'll see you next time.